We just people from the north side. Once the Timmy's hit the shore fine. Went to ready on the four ties. Heavy traffic during four five. Gotta hustle on your own time. Color people at before side. We just people from the north side. Once the Timmy's hit the shore fine. Went to ready on the four ties. Heavy traffic during four five. Hey guys, what's going on? It's your host, your boy George Mackay, back here, straight talk wrestling in the studios. And once again, I got the returning guest, the man who now holds the record for the most amount of times he's been on straight talk. And even though he busts my balls and my chops, please help me welcome the head honcho. The man behind Destiny World Wrestling, Emilio Albi, back to Straight Talk Wrestling. How are you, man? Good, George. How are you doing? Can't complain. I got my coffee. You and I are about to talk wrestling in that summer heat wave that's coming our way, the dog days of summer. Cheers to the Diet Coke as well. So summer heat, it's literally at this point, we're going to be dropping this first week of August, so it'll be just under three weeks away. And summer heat... Would you classify Summer Heat as your version of SummerSlam? Would that be a correct estimate? Yeah, that would that would be our um that's a very fair estimate. That's our our, our SummerSlam, so to speak, our big summer show. So pretty much every show's been kind of big lately, but you know, yeah, we're yeah. going from icons and jumping right into this. <laughs> icons was an insane show, man. Some of those matchups that we saw, some of the booking, some of the people that you brought in. And I got to talk about how this show is very filled with MLW, who, as we all know, is one of my favorite products out there right now. We got the MLW World Heavyweight Champion, Alex Kane, newly crowned. You announced him literally a couple of days after he defeated Hammerstone at Never Say Never. So this is my first question. You were obviously watching that match very closely. Whoever won, were you going to book? Is that how it was going to work? Or was Alex Kane always the option? Um, Kane was the option. He he was the uh, he was the guy. Um, a lot of people have asked me who he was coming into face. It wasn't Steve Macklin at the time. Um, but I just knew and, and been hearing good things about Alex Kane, and I was like, I just want to get him up to Toronto. I I want to see him. I want the fans to see him. Um, I figured big things were about to happen with him, and lo and behold, boom hand raised title in hand and here comes another title from a different promotion coming to destiny absolutely so will we be able to see will the world heavyweight title be coming with him he is bringing the title with him as far as i understand that's amazing that is amazing i hear those titles are heavy as fuck yeah and you never know he could be leaving with two titles at the end of the night that would be pretty cool. I mean, Alex Kane, the suplex assassin, is the new interim Destiny champion. We actually have no, to talk about that. No, no intern. So this is the, it. There, this the, is the champion. Okay. At Summer Heat is the Destiny champion. Okay. Steve Mack will get a rematch when he comes back. But the person leaving the with their hand held high will be the champion, which we'll get into later on when we talk about that match. Absolutely. But let's talk now. I mean, uh, promoters always have to adjust. Bookers always have to adjust. And you've had your string of unfortunacy with this this match card only for the simple fact of injuries. First, Steve Macklin, he goes down. So that's now you've got you've got a vacant title that you have to think about. Then you have Mark Wheeler, who had made his destiny debut under circumstances of, should we say, shock and awe when he blatantly attacked Tarek. And we were going to get set up to see the payoff from that assault. And Mark Wheeler goes down with an injury. Now you've announced Jake something coming in and you had to put together this brain buster of a fatal four way to fig- to get a new champion, a new destiny champion crowned. How did, 
you decide on Jake something being the replacement for Mark Wheeler? Was it just kind of a natural flow of events after the injury? Or were you looking to bring Jake in any way, but under different circumstances? So I've always been a huge fan of Jake. And there, there was a plan to bring him in, not as soon as we're bringing him in. But after talking with him at Slamversary, um, after the fallout show, him and I had a good talk. I felt very comfortable uh, with him. Um, obviously, he's a very talented guy. He's a giant you know, he's well put together. He trains real hard. And I thought, you know what? He deserves a chance. We had him in Destiny a while back in the tag. And I was like, you know what? Let's let's get him back in here. This is the time. Um, unfortunately, Mark, you know, he injured himself. And you never want to see an injury uh, happen to anyone. But, you know, I figured, you know what? Now's the time. Let's, let's bring in uh, Jake something. Let's give him a shot against the very best that Destiny has to offer. And that would be Derek. Now, here's a question for you. Could this fatal four-way turn into a fatal five-way? Because Tarek does have the shot. Like, he could cash in. <laughs> you think he would be wise to cash in? I mean, the odds would be in his favor. He'd have a 1 in 20% chance of walking out there with the title. Yeah, you know, I don't know if I would want to come in and cash in the briefcase right at the beginning of the match. Mm. Um, but after four giants brutally attack each other, that could be a great time to cash it in. If I was an opportunist, there might be a chance for me, you know. Well, but at the same time, is Tarek ready to cash it in and make the move? Um, I, I think that you never know what's going to happen. Um, obviously, you know, people behind the scenes have an idea, but you you just don't know. when when, when For me, as an opportunist, I would want to cash it in right now after these four guys beat each other. Um, if it's a quick match, maybe I don't want to cash it in because the person who becomes champ might not be tired, beaten, and bruised. You know, so it all depends which way Tarek wants to go with it. Does he want to do it the sneaky uh, way and get the title, or does he want to, you know, have this person fresh? I can tell you what was going to happen if Steve Macknell was around, Ooh. but... You know, unfortunately, we have a whole new set of circumstances here. And, you know, everyone's just going to have to wait and see what happens on Sunday, uh, Saturday, August 19th. It's so weird saying Saturday. It is. It is a little It is a little odd to say Saturday because usually they are on Sundays. Now, yeah, and, and, and just to go one step further, what shape is Tarek going to be in after he goes against Jake something? Is Tarek even going to be able to move? Are his ribs going to be fine? Is his body going to be okay? There's a lot of questions to ask here, George. There's a lot of questions. There is. There absolutely is. There absolutely is a lot of questions. Now, uh, again, we talked about adjustments being made. So let's talk about the fatal four-way. When Steve Macklin came down uh, with that injury, you had to adjust. So now you've got this vacant title. You have Alex Kane coming in. You announced Damo. Trent Seven is coming back when he's always been a, a Destiny faithful, a great representative of the company. And then you announced AEW's Lance Archer. Now, I mean, to go from Steve Macklin possibly facing whoever he was supposed to face, maybe he was supposed to be part of this Fatal 4 I'm not sure. But the fact is, now you go from having that great main event to having this blockbuster main event kind of slide into your fingers. How do you go from having a potential one-on-one -on -one or maybe a triple threat, whatever your original plans were, to being like, fuck it, I'm going for broke here. Let's go Fatal 4-Way. I'm going to bring in the biggest, meanest, motherfuckers that i could find 
and we're going to get ourselves one mountain of a champion when it's all said and done. Um, I, you know, if I tell you the original main event of the of the show, mm-hmm. it it would knock your socks off. It, it was going to be that big, and with the injury to Macklin, and then something else happening to his opponent, who will be unnamed. Um, I had to really think fast, and it was great that I already had Alex Kane booked because I was able to go figure out how I was going to go with the match. But then at the same time, it wasn't just a matter of who I had booked. It was also who do I feel would be a good representation of Destiny Wrestling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I wanted to look for someone that would be a good representation. And then I was like, but I also like this person. I also like this person. And then lo and behold, before I knew it, I was like, okay, I got to put my my phone down because I, I think I have what is going to be one. I don't even think that Don Kolov Arena can hold these four mammoths in the ring. <laughs> I don't think so either. This may spill out into the audience. So, I mean, you may have to have some waivers by the front door as people walk in. Whatever happens, happens out of my control, guys. It's out of my control. <laughs> yeah. And it, it's, you know, we have a couple of matches like that that we need to be worried about. We absolutely do. So, I mean, I want to talk about the calling. I want to talk about second gear crew. Oh, look at the puppy. Hey, puppy. I want to talk about these two teams that know each other oh so well being, you know, intertwined in MLW. And then I also want to talk about your tag champion, Sabotage. Okay. Uh, Where do you want to start? Well, I want to talk about the calling and I want to talk about, I mean, first off, I mean, to play a little kayfabe here. Did you have to go through Raven to book the calling or was it kind of just a, uh, I already have a relationship with Ricky. So Ricky will put in a good word for me with Raven. Or did you have to get Raven's blessing to bring the calling in? I actually went behind Raven's back. Oh my God. Don't say that out loud, dude. That's good. You're, you're, you're booking on problems. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm behind his back. And uh, I was like, what kind of craziness can I put together? Uh, for the match. So what no one knows, and I guess it's happening here is that uh, one of the members of sabotage is currently unable to perform. Mm-hmm. So again, changes happen. And I had to think quick on my feet to what I was going to do. It was originally going to be sabotage versus second gear crew mm-hmm. um, for the destiny tag titles. But due to, like I said, one of sabotage members not being able to perform, I had to think fast, and lo and behold, Ricky Shane Page and Akira of The Calling, and I figured, you know what? MLW comes north. And uh, it was just... I I get goosebumps just thinking about how much cleanup there's going to be. Yeah, a lot of blood. A lot of blood. A lot of blood. Uh, So... I I just wanted to give the fans, again, just give the fans something a little bit different, something that we're not used to. And I thought, what a great match to put together. And we were able to come to terms on everything. And we're lo and behold, we're going to have the calling versus Second Gear Crew live Saturday, August 19th at the Don Kolov Arena. Now, is this, uh, I mean, again, it's probably a question that's muted at this point, but is this for the tag titles or will they go on to face sabotage when sabotage is ready to be who knows what's going to happen when it's going to happen the crazy thing uh with injuries in this business is that sometimes you just don't know how long they're going to take 
um, to heal and how long someone could be out because it's not just the injury, it's the mental state of the injury afterwards as well. Mm -hmm. So for me, I'm always about putting everyone's health first and safety first and their well-being first. So once when some when they tell me that they are good to go, then Sabotage will come back and defend the Destiny Tag Titles. Fantastic. Well, I, we look forward to a speedy recovery for when Sabotage can come back up here and represent Destiny oh so well like they normally do. Now, a match that intrigues me the most, and it's a match I want to talk about, is we all know Gabriel Fuerza is my best friend. I mean, he's never verbally said it, but he's never also denied it. So it's, <laughs> it's factual information. It's factual. Now, my best friend, Gabriel Fuerza, will be putting the new era championship on the line against Judas Icarus. Now, this matchup intrigues me. I don't know much about Judas. When you announced him, I did do my research, and I'm very intrigued by this matchup. And I think, I think personally, that you kind of maybe still might have a grudge against Destroy for all the shit they pulled. Because I feel like you've tried to stack the deck against El Diablo in this one. Would you would you like to comment on that? Am I am I right? Or am I just being a pessimist? Uh you could be right. You could be right. Um it cost a lot of money to replace the stuff that was damaged uh when they, you know, destroyed what, you know, the ring apron and the media wall and all that other stuff. But again, I wanted to put forth the very best match that I could. Uh, sorry, my dog is very needy today. Um, <laughs> oh, good. I want to put together the very best match that I could. And I wanted the talent level to be just as great as Fuerza is. But at the same time, I didn't want to give Fuerza a cakewalk of a match because if he wants to hold that title, he's going to have to face the very best. And Judas Icarus is an up-and-comer. He's not a household name like some of these other guys, but he's going to be a household name. And I want the fans of Destiny to sit there and say, you know what? I saw that guy before he made it here. And I saw him in a Destiny ring. Absolutely. And that's the that's the best way to put it, because that kind of goes hand in hand with Destiny. There's a lot of times you've said, a lot of fans have been able to say, I saw that guy or that girl before they were here in a Destiny ring. So it's kind of like common knowledge that Destiny only brings in the best. Now, I want to talk about grudge matches for a second. Alexia Nicole's attitude has changed. She used to be bubbly, happy to be there, excited. Now she's kind of coming in to settle scores, kick asses. And her and Rajan Hauser, I mean, she she did kind of give the guy a, a concussion and things got all super weird. And now he's painting to medicate himself. And there's all kinds of stuff happening. But why would you sign off on this grudge match knowing that this match potentially could also have a lot of damage left after it's all said and done? I think, you know, this, this, this little feud that we've been seeing culminates Saturday, August 19th from... Uh, you know, Rajon Husher being getting the pile driver to coming out and attacking Alexia Nicole to Alexia Nicole hitting him with a painting to him interfering in the ladder match in the reach for destiny, pulling her down from the ladder when she was just moments away from grabbing the briefcase. Uh, I believe everything comes to a head. And I believe that it, this will be, you know, an uns, ex, you know, it's going to be an unexpected show stealer. Um, just because this has been, you know, it started at my very first show and it's gotten us here to summer heat. So I'm interested to see where it goes. I know they're going to put their hearts out in the ring. I know, uh, Rajon wants to cement himself 
as a player in Destiny and start shooting for the moon. But at the same time, Alexia, you know, she's been around for a while and she's not going to give up her spot on the card. So it's going to be very interesting. I do believe we'll see some shenanigans somehow in this match. Um, and we'll see who has their arm raised at the end of the night. Yeah. No, you're 100% right. Now, I got to ask, I mean, has, has Rajan sent you any of his personal artwork? Like, do you have any of his stuff hanging? Like, is he, do you have I, an original in your house? Uh, I get some pretty weird messages from him at weird hours of the day. Whoa. <laughs> and trying to understand the messages along with the pictures and the videos, it gets to the point where after 10 p.m., I don't even want to watch them. I'd rather wait until it's daylight the next day before I, I venture into that little thing. I watched Hostel once when I was younger at nighttime, and I had to finish watching it during the day, put it that way. So <laughs> give up the same vibe as that movie. Okay. Yeah, no, you're right. You're 100% right. I mean, every time I see those, every time I do watch that movie, and I watch it a lot, it's actually one of my personal favorites, and I see the guy get his ankle sliced. And I see yeah. the 10. Uh, yeah, just it's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. It is a lot. It is a lot. Yeah. So are you saying that he's telling you that whatever happened in Hostel, he's going to do in the ring to a left? Oh, no. I have no idea. <laughs> I, yeah. It, it's just, it's like a big puzzle that you got to try to put together with him. Oh, man. A, a puzzle box within a puzzle box wrapped in a mystery. I like it. I, I, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see the payoff. Now, we have to talk about the Destiny Revolution Championship. That is the Women's Championship in Destiny Wrestling. And, I mean, that's you and Revolution Women's Wrestling coming together, United Front, to kind of co-share that title. And Jody Threat is your reigning defending champion, Impact Sensation, Indie Sensation, Jody Threat. But she is going up against arguably one of the goats of the modern era in wrestling. And I don't mean in women's wrestling, I mean in wrestling. Deanna Perazu has had a resurgence since coming to Impact. She is a three-time knockouts champion. She just lost a title recently at Slammiversary and won hell of a match to, to Trinity. It was, a, it was a show stealer in my honest opinion. But now you've got Deanna Perazu and Jody Threat coming here to defend that title. And regardless of how the outcome happens, you're going to have an impact knockout representing that championship. It's got to be a pretty cool feeling, but I also, I, I got to pick your brain. Do you think that New Jersey's finest is going to beat the wild child? It's going to be a crazy match. And I do not have a prediction on this match. All I know, it, it is going to be a fantastic wrestling match. I like that short, sweet, simple, and to the point. And tickets are still on sale, but they're running. They're running tight, from what I understand, right? You've you've sold uh, quite a few. We have sold quite a few. I, I'm I haven't checked, um, but I believe we're almost sold out of front row and second row. Um, general admission they sell, you know, daily. But it, it, listen, if you if you're looking for a good time, it's a Saturday night. It's the first time that we've ever run on a Saturday. It's the first time that we've ever had a full bar at a Destiny show. Um, so I'm trying something different. I want to see what it brings. I know it's summertime and people have lots going on. But, you know, come on out. You're going to have a, it's going to be a great show. It's going to be a lot of fun. The building, the roof is going to fly off that night. We are crowning uh, a brand new Destiny World Champion. And the reason why this is so big is because that, the winner, whoever leaves the building that evening with that Destiny title will be making their very first title defense 
September 30th at Destiny Haywire, Oshawa. Fantastic. I mean, I don't like the city of Oshawa. I know everyone knows my feelings on Oshawa. I've never hidden them. But I will be excited to go to Oshawa for that event. And you're also bringing Akira back. And we know Masha Slamovich is coming with him. So that's going to be epic as hell. So congratulations on that. Take a destiny on the road to Oshawa. And guys, don't forget the, the, the uh, excuse me, <clears throat> the ticket link. There we go. I can talk now. The ticket link will be in the description of this episode. It'll be dropping next week, uh, Monday. So tail end of July, early August. But we're going to get it out there as fast as we can and try to get push some more tickets out there and expose you guys to everything that's happening. And, you know, summer heat's great because it's always filled with surprises. And I know that I'm not going to ask for the surprises because I'll always get the same answer I do, which is TBD. When he doesn't want to give away the answer, he doesn't, guys. He has a poker face. He won't show his deck. But I got to ask. There's always somebody big that comes. There's always, there's always, you know, a legend of some kind. Can the Destiny fans, new and old, be expecting a surprise VIP experience? Last year you had Kurt Angle, for fuck's sakes. Can we be expecting a big-time legend, possible Hall of Famer, coming out to the show? Uh, you know, not for a lack of trying, mm -hmm. but I have, I reached out to a lot of people. Um, the unfortunate part with this time of year is there's, there's a lot of fan fests that go on, um, mainly in the U.S. where there's these shows they bring in like 40, 50 legends. Um, it ha I have reached out. I am negotiating uh, with some individuals. I don't want to say yes. I don't want to say no. Um, but there is some negotiation going on with some people that I'm sure people will feel very, very happy with. Um, right now, Lance Archer has agreed to do the meet and greet with everyone. Mm -hmm. Um so that that that's awesome. It's it's just timing. It really comes down to timing and the behind the scenes stuff that the fans don't get to see. Um, with you know getting the people here, the timing to get them here. Are they already doing something else? Um, and, and just do they want to leave their house on that particular day to come out? Um, but I have worked on. I'm working on some pretty cool, uh, people that. And unfortunately, I have nothing to announce right now. It could be three days before the show that I announce it. Because um, there are people that need to get back to me um, that had summer vacations planned that I'm trying to get here. So there is some stuff in the works. As of right now, uh, Lance Archer is going to be doing a meet and greet. Uh, Trent, like always, will always be there to meet and greet with the fans. Uh, Big Damo, Alex Kane. So there, there's going to be people there that people are going to be able to come and see um, and, and get their pictures taken with and get some 8x10s and supporting their local indie talent with some shirts. So it's going to be some cool, fun stuff. Um, and you know, it's not like I'll be trying to kick everyone out of the building on the Saturday night. Um, so I will be playing music after the show. Like I said, we will have the open bar. So if people want to grab a couple drinks after the show and just chit chat, I know some of the talent are going to come out and, and, and hang out with people. Uh, we're going to have a good time. It, it's going to be a great show. Um, the one thing I always try to do is to put on a great show. Uh, there are a few surprises that are coming into 2024, that we're going to introduce right at the beginning of 2024, five or six brand new local talent um, that I'm hoping the fans can get behind and support because I really want to, 2024, I really want to put a spotlight on Ontario uh, Canada-wide talent. Um, it's going to be a very, very big thing for Destiny because I, I want to help and I want to push and I want to see people get the opportunities that Impact is giving people to get on ROH and, and you know, AEW the way they have been. And I really want to open the door for a lot of Ontario talent uh, to get out there.
you know, the shows are still going to be action packed. We're still going to bring in some of everyone's favorite wrestlers, but we're really going to hone in on a lot of the Canadian talent because we have a ton of it and they need to get showcased. And there's people working hard on gear, on, on promos, on character development. Uh, I mean, I know I'm getting a little bit off topic, but I'm just really, really excited about what's coming. And I, I know it's going to uh, resonate with the fans that come to Destiny, and they're going to be happy to see these guys getting a shot on one of the biggest stages for themselves. And, you know, we're on IWTV. We're getting lots of views on YouTube. So they're actually not only just getting, you know, in front of the people at where our events are, but they're getting in front of people around the world. Fantastic. I think that's amazing and uh, absolutely right. Uh, the Ontario Indie Talent definitely needs to get more spotlights on them. And uh, I've been pushing for that for a long time. So it's exciting to see uh, a lot of promotions such as yourself kind of honing in on that and, and uh, definitely hit that message home. So it sounds like 2024 is going to be epic. It sounds like uh, the dog days of summer are going to be epic. It sounds like actually for once people will be excited to go to the city of Oshawa. Yeah. September. So that's amazing. And it's an arena show. We're doing it at Children's Arena. Uh, a lot of people ask me why I'm going to Oshawa. It's my hometown. And I got family coming out. You said some pretty horrible things about Oshawa. Um, I might have to call you out in the ring and have you say those to the live audience and just see how they react to it. It's fine. It's fine. Listen, Oshawa's for crack whores and uh, math addicts. So it's fine. You know, Maybe you'll have your very first match in a destiny ring. Uh, <laughs> Maybe I'll, I'll save a big surprise for that day there. Oh, no. Lance Archer comes out, and I'm getting fucked. Great. Thanks. <laughs> what did I ever do? Come on. All I did was insult an entire city. Come on. <laughs> All right, guys. Don't forget the link for the tickets will be below. Get those tickets. Get ready for Summer Heat. It's going to be an epic show. You'll see your host, your boy there, as always, representing Destiny Brand, as I always do, doing some interviews sitting down, chopping it up with everyone. Come by, say hi. Come by and say hi to Emilio because he always puts together one hell of a show. Grab a few drinks, grab some merch, support, support, support. It's going to be epic. And you can follow all of Destiny's socials, Destiny World Wrestling on Instagram, on Twitter for all the updates about this show and more. And who knows, like you said, keep glued to those socials because there might be an announcement a few days before that you're not going to want to miss. And if you do miss them, don't worry, your boys got you because I always share and promote everything that Destiny sends my way. Whether Emilio believes it or not, and I'm always the first one to do it, and he can't say shit because now it's on air. Ha ha ha! Check <laughs> <laughs> some of the timestamps. Yeah, there you go, timestamps. Absolutely, Emilio. Thank you again for coming back to Straight Talk Wrestling. You now are officially the view holder. You have been on here more times than most wrestlers. Even my best friend Gabriel Ferza. What does that tell you, Emilio? I sidestep my best friend for you, huh? Come on. I'm better looking. <laughs> I don't know where to go from here, guys. We're just going to leave that one open. But anyways, <laughs> thank you so much for coming out, Emilio. We look forward to Summer Heat and peace, love, and wrestling. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace. Thank you so much for watching. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, comment, and turn on that notification bell so you get notified each time we post a video. Alternatively, you can check us out on all podcast platforms and host it on Podbean. We are also available on the SNME Network. That's the Sunday Night Main Event Patreon. Please feel free to check us out there as well. And don't forget to follow us on all social media platforms at underscore Straight Talk on Twitter, at Straight Talk Wrestling on Instagram, Straight Talk Wrestling on Facebook, Straight Talk Wrestling on TikTok, and of course, you can check out all our merch at ProWrestlingTees.com. I don't need a nigga cosign. Without the liquor, you become a victim. You ain't never got a pole mine. I ain't messing with this generation. Fuck your gender, I ain't got...